Hello, language enthusiasts, and welcome to The Language Worker, a space to talk about the people involved in the language business in a broad sense. I'm interested in finding out how their training, work experience, and their passion for languages has shaped our guests' professional and, of course, personal lives. Join me on this journey to explore the multiple and unpredictable paths one can follow when we are involved in the magical world of languages. I noticed that Pierre and Alice worked together as translation partners, but that they were also married. I decided to invite them to be on the podcast so that I could find out what day-to-day -day life looks like for a couple who works and lives together. I believe their experience will inspire other partners to understand how they can manage their life, make travel plans, and run their business all from the same desk. Hi, everybody. So today I have two special guests, and they're special because they're actually a team. So it's the first time that I have a team that works together and they're married so they have everything in, in common they're a team in every sense of, of the way i started following uh pierre eve <laughs> trying my best <laughs> perfect pronunciation thank you so much uh and now i'm actually getting to know alice for the first time because we have never even exchanged any messages so this is a first for both of us so thank you so much you guys for being for being here and because i don't really know much about you but i really want to know about you guys so i would just ask you to introduce yourselves maybe starting with alice since it's the first time that we meet mm -hmm. So, okay. Uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so we are husband and wife, and we are both um, technical translator. And it all started in Germany. Hmm. Big surprise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll get. We'll get to that. We'll get into more yes, details. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> so. But wait, first, uh, the, one of yeah, one, just introduce uh, yourself big, briefly. One briefly. big important deta detail is that I am French and she's mm -hmm. Italian. Yeah. Right, that's important. And at first, at first, when we met, uh, we didn't speak a word of the uh, other person's language. Like I didn't so speak Italian. Speak yeah. Oh. yeah, we spoke German at first. Yeah. Oh, so that <laughs> was the language fun. that you had in common was German. Yeah, because uh, at that time, Pierre was working as an um, engineer at Bosch in Germany. You and, were. Uh, you yeah, yes, I, 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 were, I, I was working oh, were. Uh, as an engineer. I was studying uh -huh. foreign languages for mm -hmm. publishing, and I was doing an Erasmus semester in Germany mm -hmm. in the same town as him. Exactly. Exactly. So when we met, we started to speak German. <laughs> yeah. And... I don't want to speak. Uh, I didn't want to speak English because I was there for my German. Uh huh. So. <laughs> And there were yeah, no exceptions. We, we could have we could we could have taken the easy easy route and uh, just switch to to English, okay. but uh, we were like we want to yeah she wanted she made a point like to speak German and I agreed with her because for living in Germany one of my purpose was uh, to learn German you know and not to fall into the the expat trap of like building your the, a bubble of people who speak the same language as yours because I had many French colleagues where I worked who didn't really bother learning German because speaking English at the workplace was was enough. So yeah. yeah. 
so yeah, we speak we spoke German at first, but but uh, there were there were like a lot of uh, funny situations, you know, because since French and Italian are so much more similar. Um, Anytime I didn't know a German word, I would uh, use a German word that she didn't understand. I mm. would just switch to French, you know, use the French word instead. Yep. And she would understand yeah. like uh, instantly and, and vice versa. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it was much easier, you know, uh, like I could literally start speaking French to her slowly and she would understand most of it and, and vice yeah, versa. Of with Italian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like <laughs> the French and Italian, they don't sound the same, uh, but... <laughs> They're very similar, you know, especially when you see both of them written. Like once you yeah, understand Latin what... languages. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like Portuguese, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I think we spoke German for Yeah, for about a month. Yeah. For about a month. <laughs> yeah, I had Italian like uh, on my bucket at the top of my bucket list uh for a while now. And uh uh I wouldn't say like I didn't know anything about Italian. Uh had some like uh yeah i didn't know like a few few words and uh that's i i really started right away studying it when when we met and then uh you know after uh trying to trying to speak german uh, trying to become fluent in german which was not an easy task you know for three years switching to italian was really a a, a, a bre- uh, like how, how do you say a breath of fresh air you know a breath uh, of fresh air <laughs> breath of, exactly a breath of fresh air exactly uh it was much easier and uh a lot more fun yeah, and, uh... i think it was quite the same for me for french because it was the first time i was learning a language just for me not for mm-hmm. university not for the future for a job just for me and for him for our couple mm-hmm. because it was important for us even to speak with our families mm-hmm. and so it was very so speaking of it university was very you were in Germany, but you had started your studies in Italy, right? Yeah, in Verona. So were you... Oh, I've been there. Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. do you plan on getting going back there? <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yes. I had a lot of fun, yeah, though. Because because we live there uh, actually, uh, yeah. we just we just bought uh, our uh, we just bought an apartment like literally last year. Well, uh, then it's much easier <laughs> for me. I can go <laughs> if you want to come. Uh... Well, don't say it again. Our so, what was, the, what was the idea with your studies in Verona? Where you you're not studying translation per se, right, uh, Alicia? No, no, just uh, at first, just foreign languages, mm-hmm. and then for, for for publishing for publishing, yeah. yeah. Uh, because I love books <laughs> and reading, and then after we met, I have I had to come back mm-hmm. for one year. I had nearly one year left, and Pierif decided to change uh, change his career, and so I wanted to do the same. And I did a master in uh, specialized translation. Mm-hmm. And so I started to work as a translator. As so well. the thing is, you, Alice, or Alice, if I have to say it, in, I'm <laughs> trying my, my best in my Italian. Uh, so you studied languages, not thinking about translation. And no, when you no. guys met, <laughs> he was yeah. already exactly. there, was already working as an engineer at Bosch, and he had already mm-hmm. done his studies also in engineering, right? So mm-hmm. you were far and away from anything related to translation in your background before you yeah. guys actually met. And so you went back to Italy, right. you finished your studies, and were you, Pierre, still in Germany working as an engineer or did you come back to France too? 
or did you go to Italy with her? Uh, I went. <laughs> yeah. I went straight to Italy, actually. Mm. So, uh, actually, so my my job in Germany. I mean, um, it was uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was a good job, but I mean, uh, it was starting to get a bit repetitive, you know, uh, since uh, Bosch is a huge company, and I wanted to do something like uh, more like language related because I have always been passionate about languages, uh, and it kept growing, you know. Uh, I know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I don't know how, well, reading about stuff about, about languages, I, I I came across, you know, this, um, uh, I came across the the, the the translation business, you know, and that's, uh, that's, uh, this is, this was not the first time, like, I, I was reading like a, a blog that were, which is called, I guess, Fluent in Three Months. Uh, from Benny Lewis, who's a polyglot, an Irish polyglot, and um, uh, and he's also very passionate about languages. And uh, at some point, he mentioned that uh, he uh, started a career in freelance translation as well. You know, because because of the the freedom it gives you, like it, it so it gives you both the opportunity to work with foreign languages and to uh, uh, be like completely free, you know, uh, like, uh, you work for yourself, uh, where, cause you're a freelancer you and, and from wherever you want. That's, that was like the basic requirement. I didn't want to be, mm. um, grounded to like any, any place, you know? <laughs> so, um, so, so you yeah, were the one I, who were thinking about this career shift and yeah, then you, yeah. you I was, brought her I, along. I was exactly. <laughs> I was, I was thinking, studying languages. <laughs> I, w I was already thinking about this career change uh, when we met um, and uh, when I mean she kind of was the catalyzer you know because uh, when we met uh, she only had one month left uh, in uh, in Germany because mm -hmm. you know it's it's an Erasmus semester so after six months you have to go back so for me it was like a catalyzer so a, a year after I uh, I quit my job and I straight up, I straight, uh, uh, I started right away uh, uh, my career as a, as a freelance translator. And it's also something that you can do, like uh, you, you can, you can also uh, be specialized. That's that's what the the community insisted upon. Like they they all say that you have to be specialized. So for me, uh, my specialization was kind of natural, you know, mm -hmm. since I'm an engineer. So it was uh so I'm, I'm specialized i'm naturally specialized in engineering and technology mm -hmm. which brings me like uh, having this expertise is a is a huge plus you know it gives me the ability to understand very complex uh, technical texts and uh yeah that's it so i after, yeah I, I quit i quit my job i left germany and i went to live uh i i moved i moved in so for like a bit less than a year, like uh, ten months, nine, ten months. We we lived like uh, apart, like distantly. So uh, <laughs> I kept going back and forth with uh, to 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 see her, like to keep seeing each other, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, then after a year, we finally, uh, how do you say? Uh, moved in uh, together. We, we yeah, we moved in together. We I mean, I moved into her apartment uh -huh. in <laughs> Italy. Yeah, in Italy. Yeah, you so we, then we found we yeah. Were you already uh, Alice looking for other jobs, or you immediately thought, okay, I'm going to no, finish I, this degree uh, and I'm going to go into this translation yeah. thing too? Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> so there was no publishing. So no, no publishing. <laughs> yeah, and this I was went. how long ago when you guys decided to just? Um, um, 
2000 in i mean i started in 2015 she, mm. she started in 2017 because she had she had to finish her studies first and, and then I, I did the master yeah and she she did a master in translation mm. uh in the meantime we got married <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can see the photo uh, behind you yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. That's uh, that was uh, taken um, the day of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that was in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, uh, so she finished do... her studies and mm, and then yeah. switched to which yeah. which is something that you can. I mean, it's it's kind of a natural transition. It, it, it's actually more of a natural transition for her. Like there are many people who study like. Uh, foreign languages for other things like uh, for publishing or for tourism. Uh, actually, they're they're both studied together. You know, like uh, uh, people who study foreign languages for tourism and for publishing, they are part of the same uh, of the same class, and they, they have separate classes. You know, for their own specializations. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can uh, switch to pretty pretty easily switch to translation. You know, because it's kind of mm. part of the same. Uh, how do you say uh general language yes. curriculum you know uh how do you say like uh for like uh in university you know uh, mm -hmm. so but weren't you like sorry that you never even tried to be in the publishing or it never crossed your mind again no because uh, we have we had we have we still have this idea of working together and travel and working together also now, for example, we are at uh, my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, we're not at Verona so right we are now. Can see semi-vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we so, can call it workation. Workation, exactly. We can, yeah, workation. <laughs> we can work here. We can work from Verona. We can work from from Nice, my parents' nice. house. So that's what we love. We love mm. this. Yeah, okay, the possibility so... to be able to work from uh, anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. So, did you establish yeah. the the business in in Italy, or did you do it in in France? Since you were in Italy at that period, in... I suppose. Yeah, yeah, we started in uh, France. In France, because yeah, it was more easy because mm. in Italy it's complicated. Yeah, it's a bit more complicated. Italy, a... it's. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's kind of a disaster when it comes to uh, bureaucracy, you know, mm. like uh, admis. Um, so we spend, I, and we spend a lot of time. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not very, it's not that good in France as well. It's not <laughs> it's, a bit better. It depends. It depends what we're talking about. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of easier to st uh, start a business in, in in France. Yeah. Less paperwork. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. there's less paperwork. We started in France, but now we are in Italy. Yeah, okay. since we bought an apartment, because uh, uh, before that we were like uh, uh, renting, and uh, mm -hmm. since we bought an apartment, we switched everything over to Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys just thought about you know I'm going to so, so even before you worked together. Pierre was establishing himself as now a technical translator, specialized technical translator. And yeah, what exactly. happened? So you quit your job, you went to Italy, all those personal things. But what about the translation business? How, how did that happen? Because you quit your job and then were your... You did a lot of research. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of research. Um, I mean, it was mostly self Hot. Uh, I mean, I, I bought some book and some uh, online uh, 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 online webinars and stuff like that, you know, uh, and um, 
uh, I mostly started with agencies, you know, since, uh, I mean, uh, so f first I did um, a language certificate uh, exam, like uh, for both English and Italian to, mm -hmm. so I passed the C2 in both French and, uh, in both, sorry, in both English and Italian. Because I, I translate from English and Italian to French, mm -hmm. and uh, while Alice uh, she deals with the 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 yeah, other yeah. the other company yeah, exactly. exactly. Even I didn't though hear we you. I didn't hear you, Alice. Okay, said, and then uh, Alice deals with <laughs> from English and French to Italian. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mostly translate uh, to your your, your uh, native language. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You very rarely do it the other way around, or or you would need to have it reviewed by a native speaker at mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you but, just uh, started working with agencies. You started sending cold emails. Yeah, exactly. So I I, uh, I set up a CV, like a more translation oriented CV. Um, I tried to you know uh, put like my experience as, a, as an engineer at the forefront for mm -hmm. when it comes to you know uh, to technical translation, and I contacted agencies. Um, and after a while, I, I started receiving mm -hmm. work, you know. And uh, so, how were those that's, first that's results? Started. Were they European companies, Italian companies? Did you have a preference? Did you try harder at? some sort of, of types of companies or did you go straight away to agencies and then you waited for things to happen? Did you do a lot of tests? How did it happen in the beginning? I did uh, some tests, uh, not many, not many of them, not not many of them, like maybe just a couple of them. Um, I simply, you know, uh, agencies have generally have those uh, online forms to to apply, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, it's something they do all the time. So I just kept filling out forms or uh, if it's an agency uh, that doesn't have a form, I simply contacted them, uh, sending them my CV, you know, that uh, stuff that's people that translators usually do you know uh, when they uh when they do marketing so um that's it after contacting uh agencies after a while they they, they started sending me work uh, one after another and uh, i think that the fact that you are an engineer has yeah. a lot to yeah it's, it's not easy to find a translator with uh really a technical background an engineering background Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I believe that having an expertise, having like actually worked in a certain field and having studying, having studied the, this specific field uh, at university and having worked at this field, I think it's a huge plus. It's a huge advantage. It gives you a level of comprehension uh, that you cannot reach Otherwise, you know, like having an actual hands-on experience, you you know what the words really mean. You know what you know what you 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 can read really between the lines. You know you know what happens. You know you know what's behind the simple words that you read. So it gives you a, a deep level of uh, comprehension. That's that's mm -hmm. uh, and that's definitely a major plus. So, um, so yeah, I try to stick to mostly uh, technical uh, stuff. Even though um, agencies also send you or um, more like general uh, sort of work, uh, which I also accepted, you know, is uh, I mean it was it was still something that that I could do, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's how the experience, you know, and uh, it was at first it was a lot uh, harder than I expected, uh, 
but uh, so uh, it was, you know, it was a really slow process at first. And mm -hmm. then once I got used to it, once I understood, uh, you know, because at first you have uh, like, uh, sometimes you, you receive a review of your work. So that's how I improved, you know, uh, that, that's one of the way I, I used to, to, uh, to, to improve, you know, uh, I, I use the various reviews that I received to, to improve. And then uh, I, I, yeah, I just kept, um, um, uh, how do you say, uh, following webinars and uh, online mm. courses. Doing your like CPA, that. right? Your, your exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. exactly. So then you were already yeah. pretty established, let's say that two years, something like that, when Alice joined you, right? So how yes. was this process of, of I know she was around you already and you guys already probably mm -hmm. discussed things at that time but when she actually yeah, definitely finished, right <laughs> I guess inevitable <laughs> uh but when she finished her studies then what happened how did she join you know the whole translation activity because you now had uh, a new target language to offer with mm -hmm. you know another native person who had a different background so how did you Alice you know, merged. Ah, this is a good word. <laughs> How did you merge so, into what was already happening? Yeah, I think I did quite the same thing as him, yeah. but we started to focus on our unique selling point. Also, the fact that I am Italian and he's French, mm -hmm. and we translate from French to Italian and from Italian to French. So the clients uh, mm -hmm. has a uh, native person both in the target language and uh the the, the source language, the source language. Yes. Mm. so this was our yeah unique, uh, I, unique benefit that. yeah yeah we, we we mostly focused on uh on this the fact that uh italian to french and french to italian was like our strongest pair because you know uh we see that it helps. It helps us a lot because um, anytime I have a question, like if there's something that is a bit unclear or ambiguous in Italian, I ask her first, <laughs> and vice versa. You know, it works also from French so to Italian. She asks me first, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so either I have the answer I explained to her, or either I tell her, okay, no, this is totally ambiguous. I don't understand it myself so mm. even i as a french native speaker if i if even i uh i'm unable to understand this that's because there's a problem with the source you know mm. and then we forward the question to the client directly so this yeah. is this is a huge plus i guess because uh usually people they don't have uh a native speaker at hand to ask those sort of questions so this makes uh, things uh, and, a lot a lot, and a lot easier likes to speak their uh language mm. oh yes they, when we have a yes. french client uh, generally he speaks with he speaks with pierre and yeah. clients speak with me and they prefer that they, they prefer interacting with someone with a native speaker of their language yeah. they mm -hmm. feel more at ease this way mm -hmm. communication is smoother you know generally mm -hmm. so, so dealing with case, uh, sorry alici then didn't really go the same route of looking for work from the same perspective, right? Because you had already somewhat done that part of the job and then you simply started presenting her as part of your business. Is that how it happened? Um, well, yes and no. We still had to do like a lot of work, uh, like a lot of prospecting, contacting agencies, you know, one after yeah. another, filling, filling those forms. Yeah. Don't care 
that we work together. Yeah. Don care a lot that we work together. I mean, not not many of them do. It's uh, in the in such cases, uh, I so I did recommend her to uh, some of the project managers I was working with, but either mm -hmm. they didn't. Uh, so in in such case, it's it did bring some work. Uh, but not yeah, all, uh, not, all not not all uh, all the time because sometimes the project manager I was uh, collaborating with uh, wouldn't like uh, handle projects in mm -hmm. a, her language yeah. combinations. So yeah, we can say that with agencies where we keep things more separated. Yeah, mm -hmm. while with end clients uh, we are always yeah we are one and the same because the uh, unique benefits that we provide are a lot more interesting from a yeah. direct client standpoint than from an agency standpoint like uh yeah yeah so we did uh, our website uh, on our linkedin yeah. broad presentation and we always uh speak about each other so to yeah. our brand uh, what we do together okay. Yeah, exactly that like the big change were like the de development of our uh, brand you know because when i was working alone i didn't really have a brand uh, mm -hmm. and i didn't even have a website i just barely had like a, a profile on uh, pros and on linkedin um and i wasn't really active on linkedin uh, as well because uh I, I simply you know i went like the the the, the easy route like of contacting many agencies and receiving work for, for, for from them but once Alice got into the mix, we started uh, building, uh, creating and building our, our brands. Mm -hmm. uh, so we got ourselves a, a brand name, a logo. Uh, we website. we developed a, a website. It's exactly uh -huh. all the all stuff. We did a lot of marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, only recently we started actively posting on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which which is probably why we, we we this year this particular we've we've already been including this one uh, interviewed like three times like uh, which which is something that's it, it's a first for us like we have never we 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 hadn't been interviewed uh, before this year so probably because we started being uh, active mm -hmm. on LinkedIn mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yes I guess that's where everybody gets their inspiration for guests these days <laughs> yeah probably, <laughs> at yeah. least I guess I I do it probably ninety nine percent of the time, so I I do understand, and it's it's mm -hmm. great because it's like where we have some sort of a, a community, let's call it yeah, that, where nice you know idea. people can benefit the most from the content of the conversations. So that's why I think it's a win win situation. And usually I hear someone talking somewhere else, and I say, oh wow, I'd love to ask my own questions, and then I do it. So I guess you know I, I'm sure that more people will invite you to be present in other conversations. Because that's the way it is. Um, sorry. Uh, Technical problems? A, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the computer was not charging. So <laughs> we might have. Okay, that's no, that's uh, that's fixed now. That's fixed. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise we might have been cut off because the, the, the battery was running out. Ooh. You know how those, uh, you know how those calls, uh, they tend to, they tend to uh, like uh, uh, empty the battery pretty fast. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but here anything can happen. Like I told you, <laughs> we, <laughs> we keep everything on because I think it's very interesting. And it's like we try to, I try to, not try, like I told you, I don't try, but I keep it conversational because that's what we're doing. We're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. So these days that you have already been in the market for, you know, a good seven years or so. So yeah. how do you, how do you feel that, well, you made the choice, uh, especially Pierre, because you were already in the work mm -hmm. thing market 
so you were already on the market, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. So how do you feel about this seven-year path that you have followed? Uh, how do you feel about that decision that led you into this more language-oriented um, life that you, I know, enjoy because you seem to enjoy languages a lot? But how do you feel about that? Do you feel like it was the the perfect choice for you? Do you feel at ease with your own choices? Uh, I think overall we feel like it's the right choice. Mm -hmm. We we always have you know doubts every now and then. It's which which is pretty normal when you're a freelancer. But uh, because being a freelancer is full always full of uncertainties. Uh, but we deep down we, we we know that we made the right choice because it gives us the possibility to always be together because uh, <laughs> you know it's uh, yeah <laughs> we, we, we we just we just can't get enough of each other so be, being being able to work together is is a true blessing for us because mm -hmm. uh so just to give you an idea of our setting uh, back at home in verona we have like um uh, like uh how do you say um our desk we, we work on the same desk it's a, like a two meters long uh mm -hmm. desk and uh but we, we so we literally work uh, one next to the other, and uh, uh, yeah, this is this is great, you know, because uh, I mean it, it's much less lonely than working working solo as a freelancer. And uh, I also think we like the idea of having our business mm -hmm. and work just for us, which mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. and not for uh, another person or another company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's one of the thing we like the the most, like having our own business and being being able to work uh, uh, next to each other. You know, um, oh. yeah, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> yeah, so these days, when people ask you, I know how it is for me when people ask me what I do, and it's like we do language things, and a lot of people don't understand most of the words that we use to describe our work or our job. So how do you guys, both of you, and so it's very funny that it's the both of you, deal <laughs> with this whole situation? When people ask you, so what do you guys do when people meet you, meet, meet you in social settings, not necessarily mm -hmm. professional, yeah. because then everybody knows mm -hmm. what we're talking about, but in, you know, gatherings and family uh -huh, reunions yeah. and all of that, like the both of you, because I know how, how easy it is to have someone as a target, mm -hmm. like, ah. <laughs> Then you have to use words that are not really the words you want to use, but for people to understand and all of that. So yeah, how is yeah, it for you guys true. when you when you yeah. go everywhere? You know, you are yourselves, your own business, your own couple, your own everything. So how how does that go when you have to talk about it? Uh, we, we try not to say that we are just translator. Uh -huh. first thing yeah uh, because yeah uh, i mean well we, we we probably we we did at first because you know well uh, translation it's a is simple answer yeah. okay yeah it's okay a, i'm a translator yeah and that's it so that's i mean it's it's pretty straight straightforward it's easy for people to understand but uh, we know what happens uh behind yeah. the curtains so uh, we try to give a bit more details now. Like we do, like uh, we provide language services, like translation and localization. Uh, in a, for for uh, yeah, for tech and localization. Uh, how does that go with family? <laughs> <laughs> that I, think, I think it's nice to use uh, uh, what well, we big we, words or yeah. strange words for them because when we say we are just translators, people think it was it's just an easy job. Ah, you are just a translator, mm. and no. <laughs> That's not true. Well, maybe they, so we like they, to say something 
your business oh, no. owners complex, really. but it's yeah, yeah exactly so it which involves a tons of uh other skills you know like uh marketing is probably the thing we like it, it takes it takes us a lot of time you know it's uh besides just translating it's it's something that uh it takes up like i wouldn't say it takes up like most of our time but uh a huge chunk of it actually so um so yeah we try to describe what we do like uh we try to give more detail not not just say that we're we're translators like we we say what uh, we mostly um focus on uh, who we do it for, like our type of clients, yeah. like we uh, provide yeah. language services such as translation for like, uh, yeah, industrial companies, like sp companies uh, operating in the, the fields of engineering and technology, stuff like that, you know, so uh, having nature. So, I, I mean, for people who don't know me, I said that I'm an engineer. So, mm -hmm. um, and then, and then I go on to explain that why being an engineer provides me with the necessary expertise to, provide uh language services for those companies why it's 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 essential basically and uh, uh and yeah the, and then we go on to if if people are interested we go on to describe how our, our <laughs> how we we, we 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 deal with our with our days you know how we deal with the, our our business what we what we do mm -hmm. because as i said you know uh, as, as, as i said we yeah. People don't necessarily know what it involves being like mostly being an online an online freelancer. Like when when you're being a when you're an online freelancer, you have to uh, take care of your online presence. You know, you have to uh, how would you say become uh, uh, popular? Well, not really, but you have to <laughs> put yourself out there. You know, because yeah, people are sure. not going to find they're not going to find you. You know, <laughs> you don't have like a a, a, a a shop like on a busy street where people they can just stop. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, you need to put yourself out there to yeah. show to your clients that you're you exist. You know, <laughs> either by contacting them directly or uh, taking care of your online presence with which in both case, case it's it takes a lot of the time, you know. And mm -hmm. this so is this is a sort of stuff. And you know, we were talking about uh continuing a CPD before and mm -hmm. uh, uh we I would say that we followed a lot of webinars in marketing, you know, in online marketing and all, all marketing for like freelancers, like not just for freelancers, but but for freelancers in general. Because mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely one of the, the biggest aspect of our profession, yeah. you know, marketing, marketing activities. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, know that you guys spend. Don't find you. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't have found you. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I... we wouldn't be here if we were hadn't taken care of, of marketing. Yeah. Exactly. It's true. It's just <laughs> as essential as everything else, or more. Right now, it's just that other people don't have uh, the slightest idea on what it entails. And I know having those conversations mm -hmm. about, but where are you working? Yes, but doing what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> posting or. I know it's it's not easy sometimes but yeah. since you do all of your working activities together and I was telling you that my goal in life is not to know when I'm working or not working and all of that but still of course there are moments in life where you have to know that you're not working right <laughs> you're doing something else mm -hmm. even if I'm always thinking about the same stuff anyway I'm boring like that I'm addicted I guess but so what happens when you're not at your desk 
taking care of your business because that's what you do. You don't do translation. You don't do this. You don't do that. You do, you do business, right? You do business stuff. Mm -hmm. So what do you do when you're not doing that? And how do you keep yourselves sane? We have to tackle this subject. <laughs> when you are together the whole day, you're working together the whole day, you're staying together the whole day, you're traveling together the whole day. So is there room for activities with you know other people, going to the gym, those things? Do you include that in your life or is something you don't even think about and everything is just, you know, in, in your uh, desk? Uh -huh. Everything happens at your desk. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. seeing people is important. So yeah. we try to see some friends or go out, uh, take an aperitivo, do something. <laughs> yeah, it's very important to take care of yeah. our social life because uh, since we don't have colleagues, you know, it's mm -hmm. uh, we, we. Yeah, for this reason, now we are at my parents' house and then we will travel. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, we'll go to Nice uh, and uh, spend a, 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 a week at uh, our parents' house. So, yeah, taking care of our social life and seeing uh, our families uh, often is something very friends, important. Yeah, I think it's the mm. most important thing. Yeah. We have to see other people. Exactly. Okay, we, we are together every day, every, mm -hmm. every time. <laughs> yeah, we, we're never alone, technically. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's so good. It's... Very positive. But mm -hmm. we have also to see other... Other people, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and uh, b besides that, that's so. Um, I mean, as 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 soon as we like uh, to answer directly the question you asked, uh, as soon as we, how do you say that, that we leave our desk, we uh, don't have too much trouble just to stop talking about work. You know, mm -hmm. it's we switch like to private life. Mm -hmm. uh, so this happens mostly when we we're. In the kitchen when we make because uh, <laughs> you know uh living in italy like uh, uh the, the the cooking cooking is like one of our the the, the uh the it's, heart it's a of big the pillar in our in, yeah it's it's one of the big pillar in our lives you know it's very important so we're passionate about about cooking and uh, this is something we do both of us do you know uh so when we're cooking and eating it's something like we we, we don't talk about work doing those those mm -hmm. moments Th those moments are like sacred you know <laughs> no work when eating and it's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. okay that sounds like a good idea <laughs> Yeah, because you know, yeah, uh, as I say, food is sacred in Italy. It's really mm -hmm. something that you don't want to spoil. Like the the whole, it's a whole experience. You know, we try not to speak about work when we eat or yeah. during the weekend and or maybe when we, you know, sometimes we just uh, since we can manage our time during the day, however we want. Often we just uh, go out for a, for a walk since we live live uh, close to the city center. Uh, so mm -hmm. we just go for a walk, like for half an hour uh and during that 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 time lapse we we don't we don't talk about about work or um i don't know we we do we do we do a bit of fitness as well so <laughs> i mean when you're doing a, a when you do a physical activity you really you, you cannot really right. talk you know so <laughs> <laughs> and uh it when we are stressed for our job <laughs> yeah and yeah, we decided also to live near the center of the city for this reason as yeah. well, because we want we want to, you know, take a break, uh, break, even five minutes, ten minutes, go outside. Exactly. Having this possibility of uh, okay, I have just twenty minutes. Mm. It's enough. I can go outside. Exactly. Taking a walk outside, especially in Verona, you know, because it's a 
beautiful city. It's really a beautiful yes. city. I mean, yeah. I've I've lived in, in many city uh, cities uh, in my life, and uh, Verona is definitely my favorite because uh, I can understand that. Yeah, I was there with oh, Juliet's so yeah, you, book you, too. Exactly. No, it's uh, yeah. So you you've seen it yourself. It's a beautiful city. So I would recommend anyone listening to us to go visit visit it. So because it's definitely worth uh, worth it. It's not too big. It's we were not too small. At opera at the Colosseum at the time that I was there, and I we exactly. could visit, yeah. but the the opera was still being set up, which is something that I absolutely love. So it was very exciting, actually. I loved it. I thought it was... Then I went off to other places, uh, but I definitely mm -hmm. enjoyed it. And I always mention it when I talk about my my mm -hmm. four or five Italian cities because it was the first one. I arrived and went straight to oh, Verona. Okay, okay. So that was the okay. very first time yeah. I was in it was in Italy. And that was really nice. And I really enjoyed it. And the fact that it's not a huge city, but yeah. it's exactly. super busy, super full of life. And there's people, you know... There's tourists. And it's pretty like, affordable. You know, it's it's also pretty... I, I mean, know I not, ate pizza and it was pretty easy to just go around and eat some, some food on the street. Mm -hmm. And everything is very familiar, exactly. I think. It's just very, very nice. So I really thought it was from all the cities, the more balanced, but also the, the smallest one. I, after that, I went to to venice which i absolutely loved too i never expected to be this in love with venice <laughs> <laughs> no, venice is pretty special it's it's a unique idea. city in a, yeah. yeah well it's 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 just uh, you cannot compare it to anything else but mm -hmm. i guess verona is obviously not one of those you know huge cities with lots of things to do blah 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 but it has enough definitely yeah. exactly exactly very happy yeah. and the, yeah. the markets outside and all of that was happening while i was there and it was really, really nice. And I, you know, I mm -hmm. always talk about it when I when I talk about my Italy visits. But mm -hmm. it was really nice. So I understand what you're saying. I can only imagine living in a place like yeah. that and not being in, you know, always in a rush to get somewhere because you have everything right there. And it's, yeah. I guess we definitely need that more and more. I mean, I lived in, in cities like San Francisco in Los Angeles and all of that, but but they're very different from our European cities. And I also didn't feel especially in Los Angeles that it was super busy and that all those things were happening because people have that impression, but I didn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you kind of car dependence when you intense. live in, in cities like that. You kind of car, de you, you're, you're car dependent, you know, like uh, I lived in Los Angeles as well. Oh, uh, you like did? For, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but for, I, I am a car a dependent short, person mm -hmm. anyway, but I, I enjoy <laughs> driving a lot okay. and I can be in traffic for four oh. or five hours. It's not a problem. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like if I have well, music. That, that's great. <laughs> that's great. If you're if you love uh, driving so much, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we we don't we don't really enjoy. I mean, it's not that we don't enjoy. It's but, another philosophy. Okay, yeah, we yeah. love the idea of going out without taking the car. Yeah, like we completely, we almost hundred percent like car independent. Like yeah. uh, we we just use it for like gro grocery shopping, uh, and that's it. Uh, when we travel. Or, or when, yeah, yeah, or when we travel, but they just, yeah. We don't like the idea of taking a car for going to the city center because yeah. we have a lot of friends who have to do that. Like every, every time they need to go to, they need to go downtown, they have to get to, to, to get their car, you know, to, because otherwise it, it would be too far. Or they could be like use their bike, but it's, it's still a long way. So, mm -hmm. whereas for us, uh, like in seven minutes, we can reach like uh, one of the two major uh places in uh in Verona, like two major squares you know uh, there's mm -hmm. so there's like uh if you remember there's uh, piazza erbe and piazza 
If I remember, I don't. Okay, Piazza Bra is the, is the one with the arena, and uh, mm -hmm. then there is Piazza Erbe with uh, the. But the market is, I suppose. The, exactly, right. exactly. So we're seven minutes uh, by foot from Piazza Piazza Erbe, and right. this is great. This is great, and it's uh, it's not like uh, it's um, getting there. We 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 go through uh, very pretty like. Um, uh, streets, you know, because mm -hmm. we, we go through the city center pretty, uh, pretty much. So it's it's always beautiful, you know, going through those uh, historical uh, those historical streets, you know. With, uh... Every time we need a break, we go out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I'm in the similar situation. It's it's not mm -hmm. in one. It's not as exciting as that. But still, I have a castle okay. right at my back, so it's not too bad. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Where do you live, by the way? We didn't I live you. in this place called Leiria, which is about 150 kilometers north of Lisbon. So it's exactly okay. it's called the middle of the country, basically. It's like okay, it's the center of the country. So basically, okay, you, you go from from our major cities. I am 150 kilometers from Lisbon, 150 kilometers from Porto. So I'm right here. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes people just stop by because they're going from one to the other, and I'm right here. So they just stop here and we talk. Yeah, that's great. So before we go, I really want to know uh, if you you know if there's any projects you like to talk about, any plans for your business anything like that, or at least what we can expect to see now that you're, you've decided to be more active on LinkedIn, are you planning to continue onto this route or do you think it's not worth it? Or how do you feel about your, your public life situation um, <laughs> as far as your business? <laughs> So far, we feel that it's worth it. We haven't seen like uh, since we started recently, we haven't seen like the full results yet. You know, they keep saying that you have to be patient on LinkedIn. So, oh, I think yeah, I think well, it's uh, it has already brought us some yes. some uh, uh, like uh, concrete uh, positive positive stuff, especially when it comes to colleagues. You know, mm -hmm. it it has helped us to to to. Uh, interact with colleagues more and get to know a lot of colleagues like set up virtual coffees and stuff like that so it's mm -hmm. been very positive in this in this uh in this way and uh so we'll see we'll we'll keep being active you know and uh see where we do uh, where it gets us time go to other yeah, podcasts time consuming <laughs> what, sorry what was go that to other podcasts and yeah exactly you present exactly. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll see where it gets us uh but we're pretty positive about it we're pretty optimistic you know uh, mm -hmm. we'll try to be as much as possible to keep uh, increasing our activity which is not always easy you know but uh once you get the hang of it uh it gets easier once you un understand like the formula you know how <laughs> how it works is uh yeah you go through phases i guess that at least me they say you have to be consistent exactly. but i'm like oh sometimes not so much sometimes yes yeah, a lot yeah, of posting yeah, a lot of videos <laughs> It's hard. I, I yeah, understand they, that. They, they keep telling you that you have to be consistent. <laughs> right. Yeah. But who says it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's different for everyone. Thank you so much, you guys. This was amazing. I really wanted to talk to you. As you know, I saw your posts and I was like, oh, this is super interesting. Their husband and wife, they work together. I'm sure it's different from most of the people that I usually work with. So this was really exciting and it was very, very nice to know that you actually live in Verona. I'm very happy that I'm talking to someone and <laughs> I've been there. If you so want that's, to call that's a first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yes, I'm, I might because I, I well, I, I really want to go to, to Italy. I want to go to the Vatican, right? Uh, but I already told everyone, mm -hmm. leave me there and leave me alone because... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like I have to say I, I'm very drawn to religious art and I can only imagine oh. what kind of a blast I will have but people cannot talk to me in, in those moments because I'll be too focused <laughs> thinking about the fingers and the toes and you know the, okay. the, the, the collar here <laughs> and the crackle over there so I'll be, I'll be too busy with that but maybe one of these days I will visit and I would go back to Verona Definitely. super easily mm -hmm. because it's, it was so nice so beautiful and like I say it was my gate to Italy so it was an important mm -hmm. city it will always be the first Italian city I've ever seen so <laughs> yeah that's right thank you so really much really happy guys. that you liked it so much uh, yes I sure did yeah. I sure did so if you want me there I'll just go there if you want to come here oh. I'm also here if you <laughs> If you want to come, oh, definitely. Okay. I think we'll yeah, definitely. Everybody's go to coming Portugal, to Portugal uh... these days. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> yeah, sure you will too. <laughs> definitely. That that that's. I mean, that's definitely a um, a country we want to visit uh, someday. Especially mm -hmm. since it's, it's in Europe, you know, so yeah, it's much easier. Yeah. yeah, come. I have room here at the office, and I have a huge oh, desk like great. you described. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on the other room, so you can still have it as if you were at your own desk because it's a huge uh, desk. It fits five people. So wow, yeah. <laughs> sounds huge. It's just me, but I have a lot of desks. <laughs> I have three desks. One of them takes five people. Well, that's my life. Well, all right, you guys. Thank you so much, and okay. I hope Thanks we can keep Thanks in touch. And if you need anything, uh, I know you're interested in in Portuguese and all of that. So if you have any questions, mm -hmm. if you have any mm -hmm. doubts, if you have any curiosities, then I'll be here for you. And I'll do the same with Italian and French. I'll just go to you. Anything that pops Great. up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. Feel free. And... Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thank you. See you very soon. You. Bye, guys. See you soon.